colleagues will remember that at that meeting, we had been scheduled to meet with ESCOM to deal with issues um, on the audit outcomes, the expansions, deviations in the annual report, but with a particular focus on the expansions and deviations, and it was Mr. Kabinde, Mr. Kabinde, if you can just please check with the chairperson. I think there's some technical uh, features with the chairperson that we can't hear him. I think he froze or something. Thank okay. you. Yes, I will do that. Um, Um, sorry, excuse me, Mrs. Ngabinde, the problem is uh, continuing. Uh, perhaps if you can just communicate with the chairperson privately. Maybe he should try switch off his camera. Maybe that will uh, assist because we still cannot hear him. Thank you. I'm calling him. We're trying to assist him. Thank you. All right, Sister Mbi, am I audible now? I don't know what happened. I've had network quality. Yes, very clear, Chairperson. Changing news. All right, let me just... Uh... <clears throat> 
colleagues, am I audible now? Yes, Chair, Chair you are audible and clear. Yeah, yes, Chair, we can hear you. No. Okay, sorry about it. I don't know what happened. Um, so, okay, colleagues, let me start from the top because I'm told I froze um, at that point. Um, so let me just start from the beginning. I was indicating, colleagues, that we are meeting because we, we, we resolved about a month ago to institute an inquiry into the matters and allegations raised by this Chief Procurement Officer of ESCOM against the Chief Executive Officer, as colleagues will remember, in the meetings that we have had. Uh, we began the and the Secretariat and Research and Legal uh, to, amongst other things, process for that and to um, engage the necessary uh, persons uh, material to the inquiry. I then received a correspondence from Public Enterprises where ESCOM uh, resides in so far as line function department is concerned. The minister indicated that ESCOM uh, was investigating the matters which we were now to be investigating and therefore was requesting that we um, suspend our inquiry pending, uh, well, because ESCOM was investigating these matters. Um, so members should be in receipt of what legal um, framed for us as terms of reference for the committee, the minister's letter. I then requested that ESCOM to the committee the terms of reference of their investigation is of the special counsel whom had been engaged in order for us to ascertain the extent and scope of the investigation which ESCOM was now engaged with. So I have not responded to the letter of the minister um, because it was a committee decision that we would investigate uh, and therefore felt that it's the committee which was in a position to respond to it, or rather the response will be sent when the committee had actually um, looked at it and considered the letter. So colleagues, thank you very much for availing yourselves. I know it is during recess time and period uh, where we are all uh, busy in our communities and constituencies. Uh, and so that, that you are readily available for this meeting because we have to make a determination in terms of how we proceed. So colleagues, um, that is where we are. Um, and I would like to now hand to you colleagues. I do not have my, um, right, I see a hand. All right, I see that the Honorable Dirks, um, and then colleagues, you will indicate, please, via this, uh, uh, the, the access or WhatsApp, we usually um, indicate to speak. So, Honorable Dirks. Okay, th thank, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, good, uh, good afternoon, Honorable Members and colleagues and uh, officials. Uh, thank you for this opportunity, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, um, I think that uh, the dilemma that we are finding ourselves in currently is that uh, ESCOM have now uh, uh, decided that they will do an investigation and I think they have already uh, uh, started with their investigation. They've appointed counsel and the investigation is already now in progress. Now, that creates a dilemma for us uh, that the committee have taken the decision to do an inquiry. And uh, now there's already an inquiry by ESCOM. So it creates a situation where there's, uh, we, we cannot uh, possibly decide that we want to do a parallel process with the board of ESCOM. And that is the, 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 the situation that we are facing. If we continue with this investigation, that inquiry, sorry, that will mean that ESCOM is doing, board is doing an inquiry, SCOPA is doing an inquiry, which will be a waste of state resources. And it will also uh, have this parallel effect of uh, inquiries taking place on the same same matters. But I think it is uh, important that uh, I just give the background to where we come from and why we are in the situation that we are currently in. Um, I think it's very important for us and it's important for, uh, for the board of ESCOM to understand 
and the public of South Africa to understand the situation that COPA is facing. That um, uh, the chief procurement, the chief procurement officer of ESCOM, uh, submitted a, a letter 13 months ago to the board of ESCOM uh, with serious allegations, including uh, financial irregularities and racism against the CEO of ESCOM. Uh, uh, the chairperson of the board uh, publicly said that uh, uh, he have received that letter, but he have not discussed it with his with his colleagues, and uh, no action was taken by by the board or anyone or the minister to deal with this, uh, this these allegations. Was this a senior official in the department, chief procurement officer, making these serious allegations, and no action was ta- was was taken? Now we know that what uh, section uh, sixty three. Uh, two of the PFMA says it's very, very clear what is expected of an executive authority and of the board of ESCOM when such serious allegations are being made against a, uh, a senior official of, 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 of ESCOM. But the board, together with the executive authority, failed to take action on 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 this on this on this matter. It was only. 13 months later on, when we dealt with the annual report of ESCOM and dealt with the financial irregularities, the overexpenditure, where we raised then questions that we want the signature of this report to come and account, uh, that we were informed that the signature of the report, which is the chief financial officer, are actually on sick leave. Uh, after probing a little bit more, we were then informed, no, he's been suspended. So I I I think uh, the, this this committee must express express its disappointment in the board of ESCOM um, that they failed to take us into confidence. Uh, they failed to inform the uh, uh, us that uh, the, the, the 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 chief the chief procurement officer has been suspended. First they said he's on sick leave, then they said he's suspended. Suspended and. Uh, I think it's a very, very serious uh, matter, and I do not know why the board behaved in such a manner instead of being upfront with with with, with Scopa when we dealt with the annual financials and the irregular expenditure. We then decided, based on all these things here, on sick notes, on suspension, on the serious allegations against the the, the CEO, and no action has been taken, which is which is a requirement of the PFMA. No action they have taken. The, the, we then decided as COPA that we must do this uh, inquiry to get to the bottom of, of, of this. And I think that uh, I must say that it was very disingenuous on the part of ESCOM that after we decided to do an investigation, they went go and they decided to do their own inquiry and go publicly and announce that they are now doing an inquiry after the fact that SCOPA have already uh, decided on the in, in, inquiry. So this is the the, the 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 situation that we are facing, but because we are responsible, we are responsible uh, members of parliament, and uh, uh, there's nothing personal for us. This is not a personal matter. Uh, I would suggest that um, the committee consider uh, suspending our investigation and w- await the outcome of the uh, the the scope uh, the 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 ESCOM inquiry. But I believe that. As uh, uh, SCOPA, we need to send a strong message to the board to express our our displeasure in the in the, in the manner in which they have had conducted themselves in the, in the manner in which they have been handling this uh, the, this matter. Because I do not want SCOPA to be undermined in in future. But we are facing the situation now that we can't start the inquiry now because ESCOM has now jumped the gun and decided to go on an inquiry, so we must support that inquiry. But I believe that SCOPA must keep a close eye on that investigation. To not just the outcome, but the whole process, we must keep a close eye on the whole pro- process of this investigation. Because, simple reason, because of the way the board have conducted themselves in dealing with, with, this, with this matter. So I believe that we should suspend our investigation. I believe that we must send a strong message to the board expressing our displeasure in the manner in which how they have handled the situation. And I believe that we must uh, keep a close eye on the process of this investigation that will uh, that will unfold before us. Uh, 
Chair, that will be my submission on the on the on 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 the on the, on the matter. I'm not happy to, but that is the reality that we are facing. So we must act responsibly responsibly in the in a situation like this. Yeah. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you very much, the Honourable Dex. May I go to the Honourable Fanminen? Thank you very much, Chair. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the urgency is that we need to do this during the middle of constituency period. I think there are other issues at ESCOM that are, are urgent, that do deserve our attention. I just want to point out that um, in terms of my honourable colleague, um, the Honourable Dirks, my recollection of this matter differs somewhat. And in fact, I did warn at the meeting where this was originally discussed that we as SCOPA must be very careful not to become distracted by people who write letters to SCOPA with a very, very short time before a hearing is due. What I find particularly difficult about the situation is we have now twice postponed hearings with ESCOM pertaining to issues that really are uh, extremely pertinent. There are some very serious issues that we do need to discuss, not least of all the situation with Oracle, but quite frankly at this point threatens to, to plunge the country into, into serious crisis. I think that we must learn as a committee from this not to get distracted by allegations to the point where we postpone meetings that should happen we're quite capable of multitasking, and we should have done that from the beginning. But what I also want to know, and I'm going to ask this very directly, is I see in the press last week, um, and I noted it at the time, before Easter, that uh, ESCOM said they had submitted a long affidavit to SCOPA. I haven't seen that. Have we received that? I'd be most interested in knowing that. But I think what we need to do is, is learn from this incident. We need to reschedule the meetings we had scheduled with SCOPA that we postponed. And we need to proceed because, quite frankly, we do not have the luxury of sitting around waiting for things to happen. We need to move forward. Investigations can happen in parallel. And I think that we'll be erring as a committee of parliament if we didn't do that. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable uh, Van Minen. Right, uh, Honorable Mente. And then the Honorable Lise. Honorable Mente. Right, let's go to the Honorable Lees. Honorable Femina, I will respond to your questions shortly. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, I haven't got a great deal to add to what um, Benedicta has said already, um, but uh, I think it's quite important to emphasize the point that um, our core business of of um, of Scopa and in terms of the annual reports, I think should proceed, um, especially with with Eskim, whether or not we doing an investigation or Eskim are doing an investigation, um, we 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 should not allow ourselves to to be diverted um, by other issues, and so I think that's an important point. To make and that it, um, yeah, it it, it 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 the crisis at Eskom is much bigger than than um, than this particular investigation, which may or may not have any validity at all. Time will tell, and I look forward actually to to seeing this investigation uh, done by Eskom. Um, completed as quickly as possible so we can assess the the veracity of all these claims which hang over the real business of getting Eskom fixed um, and and the many people who have been involved in the malfeasance and and criminality um, going to jail um, you know that doesn't seem to be to be happening very fast and I know the SIU are working, jolly hard given their small resource base to achieve a massive um, job of, of bringing people to account. Um, uh, 
but and and the same actually applies to to the Hawks and to the NPA. Um, but that's where the uh, the real focus should be to ensure that those people are brought to account and that Eskom gets run like a proper business and and not um, some kind of enrichment um, scheme. Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Thank you very much, Honorable Liz. Um, Honorable Ment is saying his, the system keeps kicking her out. Is she back in? Right, are there any other uh, hands? Colleagues? Yes, Chair. All right, Honorable Hatebe, let me proceed. Sister, please just check uh, on, uh, uh, on on the Honorable Mente and other colleagues to make sure that they are able to access the network. Honorable Hatebe, with an H, you may proceed. Thank you so much, Chair. And um, let me welcome the background and the brief update on, on, on this matter. Um, Chair, I think one needs to state upfront that as this committee, we respect and we do not want to interfere with operational matters as it relates to disciplinary matters in, in ESCOM. However, Chair, I think what the issue that has raised by Honorable Dex is correct because from where we stand, it appears as if uh, there was no willingness from the ESCOM to act on these um, allegations when they were brought before them. Only when the matter was brought to the attention of uh, a SCOPA, uh, ESCOM suddenly and expeditiously acted on, on the matter. And secondly, you would recall when the chair of the board appeared before us and speaking on behalf of the board, uh, he made it clear that he understand the reason why uh, there are these um, allegations leveled against the group uh, chief executive by the chief procurement officer. And that on its own did not augur well with us. So one hopes and believes, Chair, uh, that uh, this investigation that has been undertaken by ESCOM, it's not going to be a malicious compliance, uh, just to uh, make sure that this noise that is all of a sudden uh, being made and the complaints leveled against their a group a chief executive by the chief procurement officer. Uh, uh, it's not going to be one of those things that uh, is just a malicious compliance. And I agree with the uh, honorable uh, Dex that we need to keep a close eye. We do not want to uh, waste state resources uh, by conducting two parallel investigation, uh, which will perhaps ultimately arrive at the uh, one conclusion in, in terms of uh, making sure that we do our work accordingly. So I would propose, Chair, that um, as a committee, uh, unhappy as we are and dissatisfied as we are in the manner in which and the posture uh, that was taken by ESCOM in this regard, let's give them the benefit of the doubt uh, that they will act accordingly. We have seen also media statement, uh, a response by the CEO. Um, some of them don't augur well with us. Uh, and the arrogant nature of this media statement, Chair, uh, it says a lot about the character. But we are a committee of parliament that understand and respect the rules. So one would, uh, Chair, uh, be aligned with the proposal uh, from Honorable Text to say, let's leave the matter to ESCOM, monitor it closely, and uh, we'll take it from there once the matter has been concluded and appeal to ESCOM once again that they must not uh, in any way uh, undermine uh, the intelligence of this committee. And we hope that the actions taken, and we are not accusing them of malicious complaints, but we're saying we hope uh, uh, that it's not uh, 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 going to be, in a way, a form of uh, just by the way, because they had an opportunity 13 months ago to act on this matter, and they did not do that. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Hattebe. Right. Uh, Honorable Somio. Well, uh, thank you very much, uh, and, and honorable members. Uh, I'm on the road, yeah. 
expressing uh, my, my view, um, which uh, uh, takes uh, into consideration the fact that uh, though we allow ESCOM uh, to continue with their own control, uh, we have our interest, and our interest is based on the receipt of a report and, pro- and progress uh, so far in as far as such uh, investigation is concerned. Uh, it's not a matter of trust or distrust. It's a matter of our own responsibility because the matter has been with us. Since it has been with us, would like to have a decent and orderly closure uh, of such a of such a matter. Uh, so, uh, um, full support of the fact that we hold uh, ours in abeyance because we can have uh, parallel processes and give ESCOM uh, 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 the allied. Uh, to do so, and, and, and then I wait that kind of a report. Thank you very much, Chair. Babusame, thank you very much. Honorable Mente? Uh, yes, Chair. Uh, thank you very much. Am I audible, Chair? Yes. Yes, you may proceed. Okay. Yes, thank you very much, Chairperson. Yeah, and uh, good afternoon to everyone. No, Chair, I am going to differ with uh, my learned colleague, Honorable Jerse, on this matter. Our terms of reference in terms of the inquiry, in its entirety, as stated on the report you've sent to all of us, are not anything closer to what I have uh, read from media statements of the board of the ESCOM. And therefore, it means that our mandate, if we then say we are conducting a parallel uh, process to that of ESCOM, it means then that we are not clear of our mandate. Our mandate is not similar to that of ESCOM, and ESCOM is dealing with its own internal matters that they were supposed to have dealt with from 13 months ago when they received the report. And us dealing with this matter now is not only because of the report we received from the Chief Procurement Office, but it's also emanating from the two reports. In fact, three reports, AG, Treasury report on the um, deviations and extensions, as well as the SIU report. Then the issue of the chief procurement officer came on top of um, the information. It was an additional information to what we already knew what was going on at ESCOM under the CEO. So the accusations leveled against the CEO were just an additional information. And therefore, I do not understand why then we're going to relinquish our mandate and trust that ESCOM is going to do work on our behalf as parliamentarians and conduct the investigation according to the stipulations of uh, the rules of parliament, the PFMA, as well as treasury regulations. So I am very much against us not going on with the inquiry and ensuring that we satisfy ourselves in terms of being the watchdog of the public test and also deal with the matters that came to our attention through the financial reports that end SIU reports. Thank you, Chair. All right, thank you very much, Honorable Mente. Are there any further hands uh, on this matter? I'm just checking here. All right, I'm I'm good. Yes. Um, Honorable Hatebe. Yes. Uh, um, I, I think the the challenge uh, on our side in terms of doing justice and getting to grip with the terms of reference of ESCOM and that is applicable to ours. We received these reports, Chair, yesterday after four. 
um, you would understand that not all of us are on recess. Some of us have other commitments that we are undertaking in terms of other portfolio committees. So one did not have sufficient time, Chair, to compare and contrast as what Honorable Mentor is saying. And if indeed there are fundamental uh, uh, differences in terms of the terms of reference, I think it, uh, I don't think it will um, be advisable to ignore such a plea and it needs to be clarified so that we're on the same page. I'm saying this chair and uh, apologizing that even though we received this late, um, if honorable mentor would be so kind to uh, highlight the differences in the issues of terms of reference to us, uh, that will assist in arriving at a sober and amicable uh, or consensus on this matter. All right, no, thank you for that. Um, I, well, I find it strange that you would have received them so late because the instruction to circulate went out long ago. Um, so I, I will look into that, Honorable Hadebe. Um, that would have been a very serious uh, shortcoming then because I had wanted, I had made sure that the instruction that members received documentation on time went out sufficiently so i will look into that um and i will i will i will talk to the to the members um the then honorable um Fanminian raises a, a question yes as i was saying we did a we were doing this paid work with a view towards scheduling for the inquiry so they they have been responses which the, the 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 CEO has given, which would have been circulated, but it was dependent on whether we are proceeding or not. But those will be given for members, regardless of the decisions uh, that we take on this. So yes, there was a response. <clears throat> I must say I was taken aback quite uh, strongly when I was reading about this in the media, uh, but then I realized, of course, that uh, we, we are dealing with here a PR exercise more than a legitimate exercise on the part of some. Uh, we had not even processed the information or had it even circulated to members uh, of uh, <clears throat> the issues at hand. So on its own, really just muddied the waters, but it's quite clear for me, but I'm not going to venture into speculation as to why it was done. Safe to say that uh, I'm, I'm not ignorant to the fact that uh, this was a, a, a PR exercise on the part of some, unfortunately. So colleagues will receive that as well. The pertinent question here uh, was the fact that We must we must take a decision as to whether we proceed or not. I do want to clarify a few issues, colleagues. That the allegations made by the CPO were not a response to his disciplinary hearing because they had been made fourteen months ago. And by the admission of the board, that's when they received them. Well, the board chairperson, the matters did not receive attention. Instead, well, what may have happened, of course, is that over the, the course of time, other issues would have been raised. I indicated to ESCO that the inquiry, which the committee would be investigating, judging by what members had said, uh, which was the correct cause of action was that we were not a disciplinary hearing. We were not dealing with the suspension of the CPO means fundamentally, legally, and correctly so in process. The CEPO is not our employee. So ESCOM is well within its right to investigate uh, the CPO on matters related to his respect them to do that. In fact, that if there's a, a, a person in their employ 
who is not performing optimally, they must be investigated with so on. But the allegations against the CEO, as Parliament Legal points out, have got a material bearing on the work that we are doing here because they speak to financial management or, well, mismanagement thereof. So that that's the context. I've got, I don't hold the CPO's brief. Um, I'm sure he's quite capable of uh, dealing with issues which are pertaining to him on his own. But the seriousness of those allegations uh, are um, required attention. But of course, the fact that ESCOM then, because we are investigating, decides to then investigate as far as I'm concerned, speaks to the fact that they were married to what we're investigating in the sense that it had to be looked at. Um, I certainly do not uh, take kindly to ESCOM jumping the gun in the manner that it has and preempting the process which we were unfolding. When they'd sat on the issues for 14 months, but it's also credit then to this committee that we are able to trigger entities and departments to do that which they must do. Because it's clear that the investigation that ESCOM now realizes they should have done and are doing is at the behest of the pressure which this committee has applied by setting into motion to say, look, a process will be done. So I think ultimately, uh, colleagues, uh, whilst I may disagree with the approach which ESCOM has taken, uh, I think what is important is the credibility of process, whether it's a SCOPA-led investigation or an ESCOM-led investigation. The issues require attention. And so the minister says in his letter that we will they're requesting that we suspend the investigation and they will report to us on the outcomes of that investigation. That may, uh, uh, of course, is the reason why we are meeting. Uh, and then if the committee, of course, as I'm hearing, I would hate to put this matter to a vote uh, in the committee by, by judging by what I'm hearing, largely members are in agreement or to acceding to that request that um, as a committee we uh, hold our investigation in abeyance for ESCOM to do what they were supposed to have done 14 months ago so that we don't babysit entities. They must do the work themselves. When there's resistance, of course, we do that work. I can only hope that this is not a malicious compliance on the part of ESCOM and that the work will be done thoroughly and correctly and that it is not going to resemble the investigation of the COO into the COO, which took 11 days and came out with a conclusion which is to be desired. But I think the message must also go out that it is completely and totally unacceptable for government departments and entities to sit on matters and pray and hope that they will not come to light and that they will only pursue them when they are before us. So I think, uh, colleagues, we will we'll have to go towards a conclusion on this matter. I see the Honorable Liz uh, has got his hand up. Honorable Mazamban. Yeah, well, on this slide, um, yeah, I'm, I, we, we'll absolutely go along with, um, with, with the, the suggestion of, of, um, of putting on hold the, the, the investigation. However, Mr. Chairman, the point I made earlier, I think, is important that 
um, that should not stop us from continuing with our normal work um, of, of um, oversight over the annual report. Uh, and, and, you know, we've had two delays on that already, and I would urge the committee to, to carry on on that one. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks, my Honourable List. Honourable Mente. That, yes, Chair. Honourable Adebe asked the question in terms of um, the terms of reference of our inquiry. One, uh, Chair, we ought to ask ourselves a question. Therefore, then, if if we are suspending our own inquiry, we're suspending it based on what? Are we now delegating our powers and our mandate to ESCOM? That's question number one. And then question number two. Sorry, Chair. My network is giving me problems. Question, question okay, number question or two. In fact, an answer to Honorable Hadebe is that the media statements of ESCOM that they've been releasing, I've never seen their full report in terms of what they are going to be dealing with in their particular uh, inquiry. But their statements are basing the whole inquiry on racial matters. They're going to deal with the racism uh, accusation leveled against the CEO. And therefore that's not, uh, that's not within our mandate. Well, we're not dealing with racism. If at all there should be a racist approach of this matter being dealt with, it will be at the level of the portfolio committee. We're dealing with the issues of money, of which we had from deviations that were sent to us, submitted by Treasury. Companies that were deviated for and requested for deviations by ESCOM. We had companies that were requested for extensions by ESCOM. And in terms of Treasury, there were no substantial reasons that they could approve such because they did not make sense to them. Then when the C CPO, the Chief Procurement Officer of ESCOM, wrote to us, indicated on some of those companies that these particular company deviations were questionable and therefore not legitimate in terms of following the VFMA and, and Treasury regulations. And that's our mandate as COPA. That's not what ESCOM is going to deal with. ESCOM is dealing with the issues of racism. So I do not know if we are going to wait for them until the end of this term when they report back to us. The minister would have requested us to suspend, but I do not know what the minister is basing his request on because the minister's reasons are not sound reasons for me. Our primary mandate is to be the watchboard dog of our public finances. And if we are then saying we're delegating our powers as COPA to ESCOM, we therefore might as well shut down and not perform our, our, our daily work of uh, uh, ensuring that we supervise and monitor all these entities and departments in terms of their expenditures, as well as... Um, every report of AG and any report that comes to us. You would also, if you go through the establishment of SCOPA through the rules of parliament, we deal with any report that comes to us, not only the report that comes from the AG or the treasury, but any report that comes to parliament through the office of the speaker and finds our attention, it has to be attended to. And now we are attending to the matters that the CPO brought to us, the CPO brought to us questionable characters of those companies that were um, getting uh, in a deviations requested by ESCOM through Treasury, but Treasury uh, did not approve such a request. And therefore, I do not understand why we are then saying we're suspending our own inquiry, which is based on financial investigations and ensuring that the public purse is not spent in vain. Uh, thank you very much, Chair. All right. Thanks, Honorable Mente. Um, the points to raise all are valid. Let me hear yeah, Honorable Hatebe and then the Honorable uh, Sobio. No, no, no. Um, 
thank you thank you honorable chair i, th I think chair let us clarify uh, uh, what we were proposing and what i was seconding as, as raised by honorable dex chair we are going to continue chair with our hearing as it relates to ag's finding and in relation to the annual financial statement of escom that we're going to continue we're going to continue with our hearing uh, as it relates to expansion and deviation um, unauthorized irregular fruitless and wasteful expenditure we're going to continue with that what we were saying uh, we are suspending it's in relation to the letter that was addressed to us by the chief procurement officer leveling certain allegation against the group chief executive of escom that exercise it's what we are saying we're going to suspend and allow escom to continue uh, with the investigation that was prompted by us wanting to deal with this matter. That's the only aspect we are saying we need to give ESCOM uh, time to deal with as it relates to internal uh, disciplinary processes. Our work as it relates to our terms of reference and rules adopted by parliament, that of considering annual financial statement and dealing with uh, AG's recommendations and finding fruitless, wasteful expenditure. That will continue as per our plan. It was only delayed because of the issue of not having the chief procurement officer present based on the suspension. We are going to continue, Chair, and understanding that the signatories to all and many of these deviation and expansion uh, will not be present in the meeting. I think I'm covering honorable mente uh, uh, in, in this matter. So that's the only aspect you're not going to entertain at this current juncture, Chair. It's the aspect of the investigation based on the letter forwarded before us. But with Auditor General's findings, with expansions and deviations, with annual financial statement, nothing will stop us, Chair. All right, Honorable Hattie, are you done or did you get cut off? No, no, I'm done. My apologies, Chair. Oh, okay, I'm done. sure. All right. Honorable Somio. Yeah, thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Um, Honorable Mente, as um, point is a is a valid point. Uh, up to up to a point. Uh, that 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 has been uh, the situation which which I held up until I saw the terms of reference. When I saw the terms of reference, uh, they they somewhat uh, took away uh, the element uh, of not necessarily uh, aligning with ESCOM's investigation, which if you follow the press releases, the press focuses on matters of racism. And if you look into the depth of the terms of reference uh, of the ESCOM inquiry or investigation, they go beyond that, addressing each and every element uh, which comes out of that letter, which has been written by uh, the chief procurement officer. And, and, and therefore, uh, true through, through the fact that she might probably uh, be part of those who have not received a copy of those terms of reference. Uh, she might be arguing in that, in that form. I want to urge her uh, to look into the furnished terms of reference. Uh, uh, her fears would, would somewhat uh, be dealt with in that instance. Secondly, uh, I, I don't think we are somewhat uh, uh, giving over our responsibility uh, to ESCOM uh, because as, as parliament, uh, we still, still hold that we are responsible for whatever matters of expenditure which are not that clear. And, and, and uh, that one of those uh, is what appears uh, on 
uh, that uh, kind of a list um, uh, from from the chief procurement officer's correspondence. But Babat was saying, uh, there's no need for us to have that parallel process. We can continue with our process, which is a, a, proce- a process to ensure accountability for such matters that relate to the expenditure uh, by ESCOM in the similar way as we did uh, before, so that we are certain uh, that we are at least uh, uh, looking into matters uh, of uh, questionable um, adherence uh, to rules, regulations, uh, to law, uh, in as far as expenditure by any other party. So, so in this in this instance, uh, we uh, are of the view uh, which one does support uh, that. Uh, let's let's hold on. Uh, but we were holding on, registering our interest because those matters have come before us. Our interest uh, is prescriptive in the sense that go and do your own probe or investigation or inquiry. Please furnish us uh, uh, on a, a process uh, undertaken and provide us uh, with timers reports uh, on such matters. And, and uh, uh, therefore remain uh, empowered and we are instructing ESCOM to remain accountable uh, for that fact. So, so I, I want to add uh, a member not to view this as a matter of uh, negating our own responsibility. No, 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 we're not, we're not there. Uh, but let, let's allow them uh, uh, to deal with these matters and, and uh, follow our own program, uh, less uh, investigation or matters of inquiry. Thank you, Chair. All right. Colleagues, I would like to assume that We are losing you, Chair. We cannot hear a word you are saying. We are losing you, Chair. We couldn't hear a word you were saying. Can you hear me now? Much better, um, Honorable Chair. Okay, thanks. No, I was saying a colleague has been uh, raised uh, whatever from whatever material point is valid because it sharpens our outlook and it sharpens our thinking uh, and uh, we puts us in a position to continuously do better. Uh, it would have been preferable uh, for us to have continued with this investigation from uh, our perspective for the precisely for the reasons which we expressed when we decided that we were engaging in an inquiry. However, at the same time, there is merit to the argument uh, that let us not duplicate activities. Uh, We will assess the ESCOM report when it comes out from the special counsel and satisfy ourselves as to whether every issue has been investigated uh, as it should have been. Then take a decision. So I think the consensus is that we hold our investigation in abeyance, but for ESCOM to understand that as a committee, we will continue with our work and the hearings into the annual report and to any of the other substantive matters at ESCOM, like the outcomes, the expense and deviations, modalities for that or for those hearings put into play. 
so that it continues. Because it is important that we deal with every aspect of the irregularities and allegations which prevail at ESCO. The bottom line is that all is not well at ESCO. The problems are huge. We've had rolling uh, load shedding since 2008. Mid to Pien are still not complete. There's issues with coal supply. There's issues with contract management. And instead of things improving, the situation uh, keeps worsening. All sorts of political interventions have been uh, instituted. And as I said uh, in our last meeting, it is not desirable, nor in the interests of ESCOM, to have two chiefs at ESCOM fighting, the chief and the chief executive officer in the situation which we have now. When two elephants fight, the grass gets trampled on and gets damaged. And in this case, the grass is the financial management realities of this company trampled on. So I think we will have the board come in, colleagues, to brief us. Uh, on the pro of the investigation that they are undertaking uh, in terms of the terms of reference which they have uh, given and also then for us to proceed we will schedule once parliament's program allows uh, i know we are in recess but we will make special applications for matters and i think the the matter of the annual report of ESCOM will take precedence uh, during this recess, and I'm sure we will have a hearing before the end of the month. ESCOM-related um, uh, matters, the annual report, colleagues, I think that will be correct. Uh, and also to get a briefing on the scope of the investigation in as much as the terms of reference may have been provided. I, I hope, colleagues, that this does not set into motion a precedence. For us. And the board will still have to explain to us why they set on the allegations for 14 months and then investigate them because we said but I still give it credit to this committee that we are able to trigger people to do their work when they need to do so. But the flip side of that coin is that they need to explain to us and the South African public, why did they sit on allegations which warranted an investigation and did not do, do anything about them? Because that is a dereliction of duty. And what we will not do is praise the fish for swimming. So to investigate is ordinarily what they should have done in any case. So there's no kudos for that. But explanations are due as to why they sat on these allegations, which they did not volunteer. It was the probing of the committee first that there's issues around the CPO. And I want to again state for the record that the CPO's allegations did not mean we had passed a judgment on anyone, nor that we were in the corner of the CPO. I couldn't be bothered, actually. But the substantiveness of the allegations required our attention. So ESCOM will have to satisfy us that they are investigating consistently with the seriousness of the allegations. And we will want um, 
reports on that, and I'm sure we'll make a determination as to when this investigation must be completed because it can't be open-ended. So um, I, I, I take all the points that colleagues have, have, have raised. Uh, all of them are important. I don't think we are surrendering our responsibilities. Uh, but just to give the process that is underway the benefit of the doubt. And we will interrogate it in its entirety and its legitimacy. So that uh, we, 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 it's not a whitewash. And hope that it's not bias and that it's not a malicious compliance because that will be a graver injustice to accountability than what ESCOM has really subjected us to. Because quite frankly, they've not covered themselves in any glory. It's unacceptable that they set on these allegations. That must be clearly understood. So colleagues, um, hearing that uh, in as much as uh, I was saying it would have been preferable that we proceed with the inquiry, the consensus is I'm hearing it correctly, is that we will hold the investigation in advance and then ESCOM will submit a report to us on the issues and the outcomes of the investigation and then the committee will make a detailed and informed decision at that point as to how then the matters moving forward will be uh, handled. And this, of course, does not mean we will not be dealing with any other matters related to those remaining at the table as we had committed them before. So I hope I'm hearing and capturing colleagues correctly. And the issues that Honorable Mente has raised and the, some of the aspects that Honorable Van Min raised uh, as well. So I think in its entirety, the us which we are we are reaching colleagues like uh, to hear from you as to whether I've captured correctly and uh, accordingly uh, but hopefully colleagues I think the guidance we will need is to how long we are giving this escom process because I think if it is not time bound uh, then it, it, it might as well be lost so it's just those two things, the colleagues, and then we'll bring the meeting to a close. Not sure, it's chair. I think yes, that you can proceed. I think your summary captures uh, the spirit of the meeting. And uh, secondly, uh, on the matters of uh, timeline, uh, because they have uh, have to make the appointments for such services um, to be rendered, why can't we give them a period of three months? Uh, full stop. All right, colleagues, there's a suggestion that uh, from inception we give them 90 days. Colleagues? I've got my hand up there. Oh, oh, sorry, Honorable Fadminen. Oh, okay, there you go. Let me proceed. <laughs> sorry, I, yeah, all right, over to you. Um, imagine. Look, I think three months is is probably a, a good time, but I think we need to, to move forward now. And I think, well, I certainly do agree with you. We need as a matter of urgency to uh, ensure that we continue with the hearings into the annual financial statements. As they, we've already discussed, they've been delayed twice. So let's move on with that so that we get back on schedule. The year is already tight enough without more delays. Thanks. The suggestion of nine years, what's then? And then we'll make a determination in terms of how we move forward. We will make a special application to the presiding of for um, during this recess period, that week which has been designated for us for all committees. 
the first week of May for us there was the eastern municipalities um so we will be circulating that and request colleagues to make uh, suggestions for any other that you can uh, we have received one for prasa um, so colleagues please do also um indicate uh, in that regard uh, any other issues and if there are any other urgent matters which may arise during this recess period colleagues please do get in touch with me and we will all round robin the members and we'll make it need who have uh, the, this committee amongst very few who can meet during recess and but i think the first matter um is the will then that special arrangement, then also look at the, the issues of class size already, a request has been made, and to inform members that we have received a, 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 another a complaint uh, or an, on issue regarding the Housing Development Agency, uh, which may, uh, we'll have to consider how we proceed with that as well and then also finalize our matter into DBSA as well. So colleagues will be receiving another issue on the housing development agents, and we will make a, a decision on that as well. A member of parliament has read to us an honorable power on matters um, there. So colleagues, those are some of the matters in our entry. Uh, but uh, I would like to uh, 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 say that uh, that was just the only matter because we had anticipated that we would recess uh, so that it doesn't eat into our committee time and hence why we met today. Um, but uh, members, of course, we will circulate to you the presentations and the responses uh, of the affected parties in this for your, for your record keeping so that when the ESCOM report reaches us, we, you, you, you are well informed. Honorable Hatebe, I have taken note of the issue you have raised about the receipt of documents, and I will look into that matter with the team uh, when, once this meeting has been concluded and apologize uh, for that inconvenience. I would like to, I will get an explanation uh, uh, on that. I'm, I'm surprised. Colleagues, can that uh, we bring the meeting to an end unless there's other hands. Uh, I don't see any. All right. So I think we conclude on the note that we will hold our investigation in abeyance, give ESCOM the space and time of 90 days, uh, maximum of inception of their investigation to conclude it and for them to... Um, come and report back to us uh, on that uh, and then we, we, we will take it from there. ESCOM related hearings of the committee into aspects will proceed and will be scheduled as a matter of priority. Uh, I hope colleagues that summary suffices. In the absence of any other hands in our WhatsApp group, I would like to thank you very much colleagues and on that note, uh, the meeting stands adjourned. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, colleagues. Uh, Good afternoon and peace. I saw you in the vehicle. Yeah, bye -bye. <laughs> yes, I'm yes, the thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sure. Sure.